Today on The Psychic Gym, we're going to be discussing tips on how to cope with energy as a psychic medium when you go to a wedding. You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of The Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Hi, I'm Amber Price, and I'm joined by the beautiful Jay Lane today, and our friend Liz Throp is in Europe. She is having an amazing time, so she sends her love from afar. But Jay, I'm super excited to talk today about uh, what to do about going to a wedding. It is wedding season, after all, right? Yep. And, um, you know, it's always something on my mind in terms of, you know, how to cope when someone's asking me to either be involved in a wedding party or to attend as a guest. Now, I love weddings, but it takes some preparation because I am very sensitive to energy. So I wanted to start with some tips. Do you want to share some first and then we then I'll add some in? Sure. I I don't mind, but I love weddings. You know, they're absolutely beautiful. It's all about new beginnings and the flowers and the food and the celebration and the dancing. So vibration is very high, but vibration of all kinds, because when I go to weddings, the very, very first thing is I have to prepare myself and really ground myself, especially around the, the, the dinner table. You know, sometimes people will say certain things, especially at that guest table that doesn't really jive with others or some people are embarrassed but it's it's a good time you know but where i kind of have problems is when people are under the influence you know if they're drinking a lot you know um during the dinner or afterwards i find that i have a little bit of difficulty around those types of energies and it's not because i mind i mean i i don't really care if people have a couple of drinks i mean after all we're all celebrating and there's nothing wrong with it and of course we want to cheer you know um offer good cheer to the wedding party but at the end of the day, that um, is a depressant for me. And I feel that it brings down my energy. So what I need to do is I need to get away from that section. So if I'm sitting at a table with people that are really inebriated or if, or are under the influence of, of any type of drugs, because <laughs> let's face it, a lot of people, you know, do enjoy that recreational um, marijuana, different things like that. But the thing is, I find it depresses me or brings my energy down. It's like I feel it as an empath. So what I have to do is I have to remove myself from it. So I keep myself busy. I'll go dance on the floor or I'll go sit with people that maybe may not be under so much of an influence. I like usually sitting with the older couples because they're always talking, they always have some great stories to share. You know, and and there's also the nervousness uh, of the party because there's all kinds of things that happen behind the scenes. So, of course, you know, people, you know, they didn't get to the church on time and now the bridesmaids are nervous or, you know, somebody in the wedding party is sick and can't make it. And last minute, what do I do? Or my flowers didn't show up or my cake didn't get here. So sometimes you'll feel that energy and everybody's smiling despite the fact that there may be some like great big things going on behind the scene and we don't know about it, but I certainly could feel it. So I don't know about you, Amber, but that's, you know, what I do to cope with that, like I say, is I try to remove myself in the situation or I try to be around somebody that will completely change 
um, the subject and maybe talk about different things. Or I might even go outside for a minute, get a little bit of air, or pretend I'm going out to my car, sit in my car for a minute, listen to some music, and then go back in and take that deep breath and kind of shake that energy off because I have to. Mm-hmm. Those are great tips because it's true. You know, the, the people, the energy from the people, you know, um, for me, it's about the venue as well, like just the property or the, the building or the, the place. And so um, I have to kind of start preparing the night before. What helps me is to make sure I know exactly what I'm going to wear. I have it all planned out ahead of time. I know what I'm doing in terms of getting my hair and makeup done and everything is ready to go. You know, my husband used to say, I can't believe you're getting everybody ready a week before and have all our clothes, shoes, underwear, everything, jewelry, all set up on a hanger individually in a separate room so nothing could go wrong. And I said, well, you know, not only am I worried about myself, but I also have to dress you and the five children, right? So it was helpful to me to not be rushing around the day of trying to figure out what was going on. So planning ahead, um, making sure I got a good night's sleep the night before, because it is a very, very long day to be involved in a wedding, right? Um, Every um, culture has their own way of celebrating weddings. Uh, But I know, like, no matter what culture you're in, you will get energetically drained if you're not giving yourself enough sleep, you haven't been, you know, you know, breakfast is important, even if you're not a breakfast person, because I'm not a breakfast person, but I have to make sure that I have had something in my stomach, because once you hit the ground running, you're going for the rest of the day, and you may not eat. So assign somebody to help you eat for the day you know, pack a cooler of stuff that you keep that's side, you know, you don't have to wait for the food to come out. You have a cooler. When my brother and sister-in-law got married, um, they made like, it was a nice big Italian wedding and they have a lot of food um, traditions, right? And so, which was very helpful, especially for me because I didn't plan my food for that day. It was a day that I wasn't prepared energetically, but they had a cooler of food. So when we were transporting from one event, like venue place to another, there was like sandwiches and drinks and water and all of this fruit and veggies and stuff. So make sure that you have your snacks planned. Bring, you know, like a, a protein bar or something with you. So you don't have to wait and be at the mercy of the venue providing the food and the drink, like the water. Um, or, you know, say to your partner who, or your guest, whoever you're coming with, like, please make sure to remind me to eat today. Like I'm going to have to slow down. So hydration, um, eating snacks, making sure you've had enough sleep. Um, the other thing that I do is I've mentioned over time, anybody that knows me knows that when I get dressed up, it energetically stifles me. Like I start to feel faint and dizzy and like, I don't like to be dressed up for too long. So I make sure that I have a change of clothes and a change of shoes. And so that no matter what, even just knowing I have the opportunity to change if I wanted to, it reduces that energetic kind of buzz from me. I also try to pick fabrics. And if you're in the wedding party, this might be impossible, but I try to pick fabrics as a guest that I know won't irritate me as a sensitive person. Because I know you too, Jay, have that where you know, certain fabrics can irritate us because we are so sensitive to energy, to fabric, to whatever, right? So 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at more the practical side of things to keep myself as grounded and as comfortable as possible while I enjoy this. The other um, trigger I have is noise. So a lot of people talking, maybe a DJ or a band, um, lots of noise, maybe hooting and hollering, that kind of stuff. So what I try to do is, you know, when I know that I'm getting overwhelmed by sound, I do the same as you. I leave for a few minutes, go outside, get some fresh air, take my shoes off, stand in the grass, um, you know, go to my car, lean my chair back, take a few cleansing breaths, do what I need to do. Um, and sometimes I just go out in the hallway and hug my husband. And then that's just enough to be like, okay, we've regrouped, we're okay, we go back. Um, and then just knowing when your boundaries need to be kind of evoked, right? So yeah. if you know that you want to stay only till 10pm, and then, you know, the midnight table comes out and then they throw the bouquet and they do all their stuff but it's like after that you know if you really know that you can only handle till 10 p.m then you have to come to terms with that say that you're leaving thank them for having you whatever and away you go um but it's when you start to say okay i know i can stay till 10 and that's it but then say it's 2 a.m now you have to overcome your own resentment towards yourself and lacking your own boundaries and then overdoing it. And then the next day feels like even if you don't drink, it could feel like an energetic hangover. Yeah. So just those kinds of things are my tips. They're more practical in terms of preparing ahead of time. <laughs> but, you know, Amber, they're so great. I love when you said the venue itself, because I have to be honest, there was one place that I went to. Where was it? In Gravenhurst. And as soon as I walked in there, I was faced with a bunch of spirits and like, yes. and, and spirits I felt didn't want me there. Like it was just the weirdest feeling. And it's to yeah. try to get over that because you know, you have to be there, but then you're feeling that, that spiritual energy as well, because the truth of the matter is every person carries three to five, even more spirits. And if you've got 200 people in a room, you're gonna have a lot of spirits in there. So it's sort Absolutely. of like to uh, shield yourself from it. But I do prepare myself like that before I go in. But I have to be honest, some of the venues are are difficult, or they have a lot of uh, memory, like a residual memory to it, like, you yes. know what I mean? And so yes. you're going to start feeling different things or feeling different energies or, you know, um, it could even be a wedding that happened 10 years ago. The bride's upset because, you know, whatever, but you still and, and she may be passed away now and, and you're just feeling that it's just the weirdest thing. Um, but like I say, I outside is a, is a great thing for me. I, I'm outside a lot when I go to like public or events like this, unless they're my very own. And the thing is, uh, I, I find that that's kind of what helps me whew, take that deep breath and just go back in there. And I usually have a lot of fun, but it's it's work for me. I have to be honest because I'm so sensitive, you know? Yes, absolutely. And you know what I do? I Even as tired as I am once I'm done, I always have a shower when I get home because it does help me clear away that energy, whether it is the residual energy of the the spirits or property or if it's just so much hugging and touching and dancing and like you know just just having that ability to have a quick shower even if i'm not washing my hair the water to just clear your body help you refresh and then have a good start the next day mm. um that that's important too for sure and you know mm. what honestly when you mentioned that about the the hotel i was thinking about um 
for people who have to like maybe travel out of town or if you do want a later night maybe take a hotel room close by or at the place itself just so that you you can go up to your room in between the events and just yeah hang out or you know have a snack order a pizza whatever you want to do but there's so many different things that i think that just for myself i've been conditioned for so long like you have to show up you have to be on all the time you can't do this you can't do that let's start making our own rules about what we can and can't do and what works for us because i know myself i would much rather enjoy it like you said i'd yeah. much rather enjoy the day and and feel good and have my little breaks in between than to feel like i don't ever want to say yes to go because it's going to be too much on me and yeah. i think that's where i've learned as i've aged with wisdom <laughs> <laughs> well well, you know what, Amber, I learned about the second outfit thing, because I'm going to just tell you a quick little story. Maybe someone could have a laugh on it. But years ago, I went to a wedding and I was single at the time. I'd been divorced. I was single for about eight years and someone had invited me and I felt kind of weird going. So here I prepared myself energetically and everything had a beautiful outfit that I'd bought. It was like a one piece um uh, like, um, what do you call those jumpsuit um, oh, yeah. with a little bit of a cowl neck. It was like backless with just the little strings. It was beautiful. So I'm sitting at the supper table and someone said to me, Jay, there's something wrong with your sleeve. I'm there. What? And then I look and my sleeve is all undone on top. So I'm there like, what? And then I bring my arm up and the whole side of my, my outfit started unraveling. And so I get to the car, the thing almost fell right off me. Did you know that when they sewed it, I guess they didn't have the bottom thread do it. Oh. So the whole thing <laughs> fell in half. Oh, yeah. Oh, and <laughs> I brought it back to the store the week later. And they never laughed so hard. And they said, what did you do? I said, well, I had to sit through my dinner holding on to my sleeve and then I said I ended up having to leave because my whole side started unraveling and I said by the oh time my. I got home the whole legs everything was all undone <laughs> oh my goodness see that oh, yeah. is like that is terrifying because yeah like what do you do and you don't want to have like a Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction no. you know? <laughs> But that happened to me. So yes, I always now I always bring a second thing. And I love yes. your suggestion. Like when I do venues, I stay in the hotel where I do my venues because of the same reason. Because I yeah, can escape. So much the... nicer to have. Yeah, but you're sure. you're so right. I mean, your tips are great. I could tell you've done a lot of weddings, Amber. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Oh my gosh! And you know, we were so blessed because in two summers in our family. I think we counted that between our friends and family, we were either um, involved in a wedding party or the ones getting married or uh, attending a close friends or giving people away or whatever. We attended over 14 weddings in oh. two summers. Oh my it was God. just like I had that down pat. Like <laughs> I knew what we were doing. Me, my husband and my five children, like I had this. Like it was almost like a pit stop. Okay, you're next. Come in. I got you ready. You go. <laughs> <laughs> you start with the older kids and work your way down. And then sometimes you keep those younger kids in something else until you get to the actual venue. Then you address them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's hilarious. I love yeah. it. 14. Yeah. That's way well, too much for me. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Well, this was awesome. I hope that you, um, you know, thanks Jay for sharing your tips too. And I hope you who are listening got some 
some laughs and also some good tips to, to struggle through and enjoy and celebrate wedding season. And if you want to learn more about the Psychic Associates, check out our website at thepsychicassociates.com because if you're unsure if you are a psychic, we have a quiz there that you can check. You can fill out and check and see if you are psychic or a medium or an empath or a healer. And then you will learn more about how to prepare your energy for when you go to weddings. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Psychic Jam. Please share if you liked our podcast. For more information on our services, or if you'd like to be listed on our directory, please visit thepsychicassociates.com.